ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. is Nadja Parker, and welcome to HBCU Journeys, a special edition podcast series brought to you by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. In this 10-part series, our team of reporters, Rosalind Bentley, Eric Sturgis, and Ernie Suggs, dig into the heart of what makes an HBCU experience so unique through candid interviews with the people who enjoyed them the most. In this episode, we chat with second-generation Clarkite, Lisa Haygood, and how a family friend on campus helped her jumpstart her career. Ernie, talk to us more about this family friend. Yeah, this was a great story. This is a fun story to do, actually. Um, we met Lisa um, through um, her story about being recruited for an internship and striking up a conversation with a recruiter and finding out that the uh, recruiter and her mother knew each other and, uh, in college, so 40 years earlier. So it was a very fascinating and funny reunion that the, uh, the two older people had, and uh, it was a pretty good story. So we really had fun with it. Sounds super fun. Let's dig into this episode. Hello, my name is Lisa Haygood, and I am a 1990 graduate of Clark Atlanta University. Oh, well, thank you very much for coming. Welcome, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> it's always good to see you. I just want you to come here every week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, the reason why we wanted to talk to you is kind of like, um, as I said, this series is kind of looking at different aspects of HBCU life. And one of the stories that you told us kind of revolves around family. Mm-hmm. So you went to Clark Atlanta University. But yep, you're started off at Clark College. Clark College. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're, I don't want to say old. No, I'm old. not. <laughs> I'm, I'm legacy. Legacy, okay, okay. <laughs> so you're, but so legacy, your mother went to Clark College. Yes, my right? mother went to Clark College. Okay, what year did she graduate? She finished in 1963. Okay, 1963. So mm-hmm. she, did she... Um, what kind of influence does she have on you getting to Atlanta? No, okay, let's start first. You're yeah. from Atlanta. Obviously. I'm from, yes, I'm okay. from Atlanta. So you grew up in what part of town? Grew up in South Atlanta. Okay. And that's that's the Jonesboro Road behind Carver Homes near uh, Lakewood, but a community called, small community called Clark, uh, called Clark, called South Atlanta. And actually Clark used to be there back okay. in the day, like in the 1800s. So you were telling me before that... Mm-hmm. Um, you grew up in some of the streets were named after dormitories or some of the streets? Some of the streets were named after professors and, and some of the founders of Clark University at the time. Okay. And Gammon Theological Seminary was there, but um, it's the campus of Carver High School now. Okay. Used to be where Clark University was mm-hmm. before they moved over into the West End. Okay. So you were kind of born and raised as mm-hmm. a Clark well, yeah, yeah kind of, sort of, okay. without knowing it. A Clarkite. Is that what it's called? A Clarkite? Yeah, a Clarkite, yeah. Okay, okay, without yeah. knowing it? Uh-huh, without okay. knowing it. So um, how did your mother, inf- how did how did you end up going to Clark? Um, because of your mother? Because because of my mother and because of my um, high school um, counselor was a Clarkite. And, okay. And uh, she was uh, heavily influencing us to uh, to apply to Clark. And actually... Clark was the only school I applied to. Okay, really? Mm-hmm. Is that the only school? You, I mean, why? 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 So many I, schools. I have no. I have no. I have no 
answer for that. I I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I never thought about going any place else, and uh, I probably could come up with a lot of reasons if I really looked thought back on it, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it was just meant to be. Okay. So what was that um, experience like for you early on Clark, at Clark? The, the, the experience at Clark was good. I stayed um, in the dorm uh, as a freshman, okay. which some of my classmates went to Clark and um, we, a lot of, they didn't stay in the dorm. So you get a different experience when you're on campus, especially when you're from Atlanta. When you're from Atlanta, you already know Atlanta you, or you think you know Atlanta. You know it from your native um, roots but staying on campus and mixing with folks who have come to Atlanta to this Mecca mm-hmm. um, was um, was different. Mm-hmm. It was a different experience than some of my um, uh, classmates had who didn't live on campus who were from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I was an on-campus commuter. Mm-hmm. Um, I stayed on campus, but I could I lived you know literally 15 minutes from the school. Uh-huh. So if I needed to, I could go home. On the weekends, I would go home. Mm-hmm. So I had that mix, and so I didn't get the full experience. I don't think um, of staying at you know four years on campus meeting, but I did. I do have friends that you know we lived in the dorm together, and I mm-hmm. think it's important. Yes, I think it's very important because I lived on campus four years, and my mm-hmm. co- although I, although I went to college. Not in my hometown, mm-hmm. but I lived on campus for four years, and I always thought it was very valuable. It's very just living on campus and it's just very valuable. You, know. you have those connections that you just wouldn't have. You just wouldn't form because you don't need to. If mm-hmm. you're coming to class and going, you don't need to form those bonds. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important for you to stay on campus. So if anybody's out there going to a school, go to a HBCU and stay on campus. And stay on campus. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no matter how bad the dorms are, how bad the it food is. It doesn't matter. Doesn't uh-huh. matter. You got to do it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, it's a rites of passage kind uh-huh. of thing. Okay. So, okay. So one of the things that you and I talked, um, and for all of our listeners out here, she and I have talked like 25 times. <laughs> <laughs> this makes 26, right? Yeah. So uh, tell me about this recruiting um, visit that you had and just how this plays into your life. So I... And this is recruiting for a job or internship. Yeah, for internship. I was just interviewing for any, any job. I, You know, that's just what I did. As a freshman, I had a scholarship to go to Clark. So... Um, I was uh, fortunate enough to be in an honors program and uh, get money to go to school. So it was a good thing. I, uh, you know, so my freshman year, I was covered. When I got back to school my sophomore year, I found out that I didn't have a scholarship. Nobody told me you had to keep a GPA up or something, you know, whatever that is. (laughs) I didn't know that you had to get good grades to keep a scholarship. So I went to go register. I didn't have any money. And so, uh, I had to pay my freshman, my sophomore year I had to pay or my dad had to pay. Uh-huh. Well, in the fall, um, when homecoming comes around, so you go to school in September and around October is when homecoming is. And uh, a lot of um, recruiters or, or alumni will come back and recruit for uh-huh. their companies and they do it in conjunction with uh, homecoming. So uh-huh. I figured that part out. So they get sort of this two for one trip. They get paid for and they get to go to homecoming. <laughs> the company paid for their homecoming mm-hmm. experience. Yes. So um, I interviewed. I, I signed up for several interviews, and I had um, one interview where um, I went to the interview, and it was in the library. And the library, uh, Woodruff Library, was shared by all of the AU Center schools. And so it was It was a little off campus, but so you kind of had to walk down there, and uh, you, uh, it was kind of new then. Mm-hmm. And I uh, went to the interview room, and it was nice and quiet. It's one of those uh, study rooms, so it was really quiet in there. So um, my interviewer had on a, a suit, and it had a button on, and it uh-huh. said, Think Clark. Uh-huh. 
Think Clark. Think Clark. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was our thing back then, Think Clark. And so in order to make a little small talk, I asked, um, oh, Think Clark. Uh, I said, did you go to Clark? He said, I sure did. And um, so, you know, still he's looking at his paperwork and, you know, trying to just get things together. So I kind of said, uh, I said, my mom went to Clark. You know, I always do that. Uh-huh. If somebody goes somewhere. You heard me earlier today. Uh-huh. Oh, I know such and such. So uh-huh. anyway, I said, uh-huh. my mom went to Clark. He says, oh, okay. Uh-huh. So he's not even really paying attention. Not, he's just kind of Not like, really. Okay. He's just kind of, he probably, th- he was probably thinking about homecoming. Uh-huh. Um, so he, um, he said, um, okay. And, um, you know, he just said, well, you know, when's your mom finished? And I didn't know when she finished then. I had no clue of how old my mom was because she would always tell us she was 100. So I had no uh-huh. idea. I uh-huh. don't know when she went to school. Uh-huh. So uh, I says, I don't. I told him, I don't know when I, when she graduated. I said, but um, um, he said, well, what's her name? I said, well, her name is Patricia Haygood. Well, okay. I thought about it. I said, okay, well, let's think about it. I said, well, she goes by Joyce. And really her name wasn't Haygood when we were, when she was in school, it was Hughes. So her name's uh, Joyce Hughes, Patricia Joyce Hughes Haygood. Okay. And he said, um, kind of looked up. So you finally looked finally, up. Finally, right. He's paying uh-huh. some attention now. And he said, uh, Joyce Hughes? That's your mom? I said, yes. He said, Joyce Hughes is your mother. I said, uh-huh. And uh, so I'm thinking, okay, he must know my mom. Uh-huh. And then um, he he's kind of think he said it one more time. Joyce, so 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 you know he's kind of getting it together. So so <laughs> Joyce Hughes, he says your mom from from Florida, from Jacksonville. I said yes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And he looks. He says, get her on the phone. Okay. Call your mom right now. Yeah. Okay. Get her on the phone. And you know this was before cell phones. You can't just get somebody on the phone. Nobody was carrying. Well, I don't know anybody who was carrying a cell phone. Uh huh. Because this had to be 1986 or 80, 1986 okay. or 87. And uh, I said, no, I can't. I can't call my mom as a teacher. I uh-huh. said, I can't call my mom. I said, it has to be an emergency because, okay. you know, that long walk from, you have to call an intercom. Yeah, yeah, Then she has yeah. to come out and yeah. she doesn't know what's going on. And she doesn't know. She's getting a page. Yeah. 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 So I said, no, I can't call it. I said, it has to be an emergency. He says, this is an emergency. Okay. He says, I know your mom. Uh-huh. He said, that was my girlfriend in school. And I'm like, yuck. <laughs> and um, anyway. Why'd you say yuck? Because, you know, yeah, that's, I have a daddy. <laughs> okay. Right? There are four kids. I don't okay. know this dude. Okay. Uh-huh. So um, I didn't say it out loud. I uh-huh. just said it in my head like I say it now. Uh-huh. Like, yuck. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, he... Uh, Anyway, don't so sure. I went and got her. I mean, I had to go. We walked down to the library front desk. We used the phone. I knew the number, uh-huh. and I called her. Called her, and I, you know, when she came to the phone, you know, it's a long time because I'm thinking she's I'm gonna be in such trouble. Uh-huh. But you know, I, this is a grown up, and yeah, so yeah. clearly he knows what he is saying. So I guess I get a good call. Anyway, um, gave him the phone. They talked, and uh, ended up the guy. Um, Came to uh, my house. He met my dad. The same day. The same day. The same day. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same day. And I uh, met my dad and uh, met my mom and they talked and I don't know what they talked about. I just, you know, know that they, he came over. And coincidentally, uh, there are four of four kids in, in my family. Uh-huh. Uh, um, older brother, me, and I have a, 
younger brother and younger sister. And coincidentally, he had the same number of children. Okay. And okay. like opposite. Like uh-huh. he had a, his daughter was oldest and then, you know, they kind of stair stepped down, but it was four kids. Okay. So let's, let's recap for the, for the listener. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you meet a recruiter. Mm-hmm. You tell him your mom went to Clark College. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, oh, I know your mom, Joyce Hughes. Mm-hmm. You call your mom. Mm-hmm. Your mom and this gentleman talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then your mom invites him over to your house. I didn't say she invited him. That's okay. not what I said. I <laughs> okay. just said she came. He probably think he more so invited himself. Invite himself. Yes. Okay. okay. So, and you said yuck earlier and you had a dad. So what did your dad say about all this? And my dad's pretty cool. Okay. And he's, he, you know, my dad's is my dad. He's, uh. He didn't say much. He just, uh-huh. he was very cordial, as, as he always is. He has a very uh, cordial spirit and a very calm spirit. And, you know, he just, uh-huh. he, I, to me, I just remember him going along with it. And, and, you know, as I think back, I probably was, I don't know how old my mom was when this happened, but um, he probably was thinking, let me just get this out of the way, right? Uh-huh. And say, uh-huh. okay, because not to <laughs> ruffle any feathers, because uh-huh. I would imagine I've run into some, uh, nice older ladies who one who told me I, I almost was your mother so my my dad was from Atlanta so okay. he he was pretty popular and um but he just went along with it he was uh-huh. it was a it was a very nice meeting okay and uh ended up that um uh this um gentleman took care of me you know when I was in DC because mm. the job was in DC uh-huh. and so I had to pack up as a sophomore um, that next semester, and I went to work in D.C. Uh-huh. So you got the job. I got the job. Okay, you got the job. Got the okay. job. So uh-huh. in January of that of the next year, um, I I was in D.C. working. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know he he didn't have a, um, it, it wasn't like I was I wasn't close to his family. Like I never met his family. Okay. But while at work, he made sure I was taken care of. Okay. I, I uh, you know, that's a whole different story about uh, getting up there, and I was supposed to have a car. I didn't have a car, and I uh-huh. had to commute and so he made sure that I got picked up to come to work okay. um that I got home every day I mean it was just I just had somebody to look out for mm-hmm. me and we started off talking about like family your mother went to Clark but mm-hmm. this kind of the Clark family Clark kind family. of extended absolutely. itself to you and absolutely the Clark family was extended to me and I knew and I think that that helped me to be able to go there and my parents to allow me to go because I had never lived anywhere else. and as uh-huh. a sophomore Usually you do internships maybe after your junior year, mm-hmm. um, but as a sophomore, a second semester in my sophomore year, I mean I was gone. Uh huh. I was out of there. Yeah. In D.C. Yeah, yeah. Not not. I mean ten hours away in a drive. Yeah. My parents had never been to you know D.C. before. They didn't. But I think that that was a there was a level of comfort saying I can let my daughter go here mm-hmm. and she she's gonna be okay. Yeah. 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 And you um. You uh, have you kept in touch with this gentleman? Yeah, or, yep. Or? I kept, and you know, to the to the sense of I was in D.C. last summer, and um, this past summer, and I called him, uh-huh. and we chatted, and um, I um, talked to his daughter for a little bit because he I wanted to send him a picture on on the on my cell on his cell phone. He doesn't have a cell phone, so I had to send it to his daughter, uh-huh. and so I sent it to her, and we chatted, and so he's he's doing he's doing well. I, I was um, letting him know that my mom passed away in April. And, um, you know, he was pretty sad about it. So we, we still remain, you know, I have his number in my phone. Okay. Um, and uh, if I'm ever there again, I'll reach out to him and just check on him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's a great mm-hmm. story. I mean, I, when you told me that story initially, I was just like blown away by it. Yeah. And just just how 
HBCUs and colleges in general, but HBCUs specifically, mm-hmm. can create these networks of, of yes. people that can, you know, reconnect after 40 years. And Exactly. You know. Exactly. And it's, it's the same now. There are people who are my friends now who went to Clark. They weren't my friends when I was in school, but because they went to Clark, we have this connection. Mm-hmm. We just have an instant connection. And so um, we know, even if we didn't know each other, we know some of the same people. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, just the, I, the social media connects you connects you now. Yeah, social media. But um, you have this instant connection of somebody who went to your HBCU, who did the same things, who know some of your same friends, and you become friends, even uh-huh. if you didn't know them. And now, and people assume, oh, we must have hung out when we were in school. No, we didn't. I didn't even uh-huh. know them. They're two years younger than me, three years older than me. And we didn't hang out, but we're friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it is a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that extended family. And yeah. now I see kids who, my classmates whose kids go to school together, who are friends. Okay, uh-huh. They go to Clark? Go to Clark. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So are you still uh, active on campus? You go to campus? Go I to go to campus. Go to I go to shows? I see you have your AKA I, shirt on. Yep, yeah, I go to, cam- I go, uh, to uh, homecoming. I um, am... Um, um, I try to be active with the freshmen when they're coming in. When oh, okay. we do Pause to Claws, we and have, wait, what's what's that? Pause to Claws is a uh, is sort of a I'll call it a one day mentoring kind of situation where um, and you know we we like things where we can come in and, and go even if it's um, not too long term, right? So you mm-hmm. can go spend some time with the new freshmen, give mm-hmm. them some. Uh, encouragement when they come in, when they just have some pause, okay. you know, as a panther. Okay. And um, kind of teach them and, and help them along their way as they're developing their claws okay. um, right. as, a, as a panther and, and leading them on their journey from freshman to, to graduation. Mm-hmm. So you have your claws now? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I have my claws. All right. Ocean breeze. Tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com. So, okay, so tell me what you do uh, now and and how how did your Clark Atlanta experience inform who you are now? Well, I right now I work for IBM as a consultant. I started off at IBM 22 years ago as a programmer. Okay. And I, I majored in computer science mm-hmm. um, at Clark. And Clark was the first place that I even touched a computer. We didn't have computers at school and mm-hmm. when I was uh, in, in high school. And um, my experience at Clark was a good one because as a freshman, I was there the whole time on mm-hmm. campus, as I said. My sophomore year, I was back and forth. My sophomore, junior, and senior year, I spent one camp, one one semester on campus and one semester in D.C. Okay. So I was always motivated. My one semester, I was motivated to work mm-hmm. and make money. Uh-huh. And I knew when it was over, I was going to go back to school. So that was exciting. Mm-hmm. So I spent my second semesters always um, in D.C. So from January until it was, you know, end of school, I was working. And then uh-huh. I had the summer. Uh-huh. So I was always excited in the fall to go back to school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're getting into the, 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 the school thing and you're studying. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait till this semester is over. And then I knew that when the semester was over, I was going to D.C. to go to work. Okay. Uh-huh. So I was always motivated, and that was so helpful for me to be able to finish school. It took me, you know, I, I finished in five years. My uh-huh. graduating class would have been fall of, um, I mean, the spring of 89. Okay. But I finished in 90, uh-huh. but it didn't matter yeah, because yeah. I had work experience. Uh-huh. 
I knew how to get up, get ready to go to work. I had somebody who was coming to pick me up because, again, you know, that first year I didn't have a car. Uh-huh. There were some grown-ups who were coming. I had to get up, go outside, stand on this particular corner, wait for them to come pick me up. Every morning. Every morning, uh-huh. no matter what. Because otherwise I was, I mean, I guess I could, I didn't, I didn't know how to ride the bus. Uh-huh. But they would pick me up, take me to work. I met uh, some nice people. I met a nice young lady from Payne. We're still friends now. She's uh-huh. coming, you know, to Atlanta to celebrate my birthday, okay. you know, with me. Uh-huh. So it, it was a, it, it was a big deal uh-huh. to have that experience coming out of Clark. Uh-huh. And, um, the fact that I was motivated when I went back to school, I made sure I had good grades. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I graduated with good grades in uh-huh. order for me to get a job where I wanted. And when I left the, um, I worked for the what was called then the Concepts Analysis Agency. It was the Department of the Army, a oh, okay. civilian agent where civilians can work, but you work with um, military folks. Um, but that experience was just, you know, it was irreplaceable in, in my career. Uh-huh. Um, so you got to, you got to work, you got to learn, um, and you got to have fun. And I mean, where else would you want to be coming out of Atlanta, but going to DC? Yeah. And what, you didn't want to move back to DC when you graduated? Do you want to stay here? No, I think had I been from someplace else other than Atlanta, DC might've impressed me. Okay. But, um, DC was cool, Uh but Atlanta was cooler. Okay. Atlanta was better. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah, but I but the experience in D.C. was was a, a real good one. Yeah, yeah. I got a chance to meet other people. I had roommates that I wouldn't have never I would have never met them mm-hmm. who went to Howard. Okay, I got a chance to you know hang out there and a little bit and kind of see the city. Um, just because the young the the lady that I lived with uh-huh. was a she had uh, two other roommates. Oh, two, okay. you know it was a roommate type situation. Uh-huh. So she was an older lady. And so we paid her by the week to stay there. Uh-huh. That that was an experience. I mean, she used to make me pay her like I'm gonna just say, you know, <laughs> one hundred and eighty-seven dollars and twenty-three cents a week. A week. Yeah, uh-huh. because she would <laughs> uh, prorate it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if I left to go home, you know, for something, uh-huh. she'd take off like when I wasn't there. Oh, well, that's good, right? Like, but it'll be like you know, twenty-seven dollars and thirteen, <laughs> you know, something like that. Uh-huh. But it taught me responsibility uh-huh. Uh-huh. of I have to pay to to live someplace, even if it's in the you know in this in this space, and um, you know, it was it was nice. Uh-huh. It was it was yeah. a good experience. Twenty-three cents. Twenty-three cents. <laughs> Whatever it was, divided by seven and by the hour, this is what I had to do. Yeah. You know? Um, but it it was it was really um. Uh, it, I just, it's just indescribable what uh, that experience was for me. And there were other people who had, some, you know, did things. It might not have been the same thing that I did, mm-hmm. but they had those opportunities at the HBCU, at Clark, at uh-huh. other HBCUs, because someone looked out for them. Uh-huh. Who, they might not know them, might not have that same story, uh-huh. but they have a, a story. Uh-huh. And you mentioned the pause pause to clause. Mm-hmm. So are you looking out for students now? And what do you tell like high school students if you talk to any high school students about their college choices? And I, one of the things that I do, um, I volunteer at uh, my middle school, but where I went to high school here in Atlanta is now a middle school. And uh, the IBM team is um, very active at that middle school. We're partners at Price uh, Middle School. And I try to take uh, a group of girls over to the AU Center uh, once a year. Okay. And I, when I take them, I take the streetway. Uh-huh. You know, I take I take the streetway. You take from the school, you go down uh-huh. Prior Road, you uh-huh. go down University, you turn on McDaniel Street, and then 
you just drive down McDaniel and you run into the AU Center. Why do you take the streetway? Because I want them to know that they're how close they are to education. Okay. You don't have to get on the highway. Uh-huh. You really can walk. Yeah, yeah. So I purposefully go slowly, you uh-huh. know, in the little bus we take, uh-huh. and show them this is where I went to school. Uh-huh. This is where you can go. And so I might not, I do some work with high school students, but it's really middle school when they're starting to have their ideas about yeah, what sure. they want to do and what they don't want to do. Uh-huh. They, if you Sometimes you talk to these kids, they know what they don't want to do. Yeah. But if you can start to put some ideas in their head about what they want to do, they can start to formulate their path. Yeah. So it's important to go to school any place. Um, but because you're in Atlanta, look at what opportunities you have. Uh-huh. And you can do this. The the school that they they remodeled the school. They actually they've torn down the whole school except for the gym area. Um, but the new school sits on the on the hill, and I, I tell the girls um, that the hill hasn't changed. Okay. Right. The uh-huh. same. It's the same sidewalk, same hill. They didn't, you know, regrade. They didn't, you know, take up the sidewalk and dig down and make it flat. It's a hill uh-huh. to go to that school. Uh-huh. And it's the same hill I used to walk up, uh-huh. and that's why I tell them. I said the hill hasn't changed. Uh-huh. So you you can do it. Uh-huh. You can make it. Uh-huh. And you made it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Now, uh, last question. Did your your mother went to Clark? Yes. And did, are you, it's just you and your mom who went to Clark? Yes. You're the only mom, Clarkites? Mm-hmm. Well, I have a cousin okay. um, who uh, went to my high school who was at Clark before me, um, but, more, but you know, a commuter student, but in MassCom, and, um, uh, but... That's it mm-hmm. in my in my immediate family. And you mentioned uh, in the last question um, that when you started off at Clark mm-hmm. College, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. when you graduated, you had an opportunity to, to put Clark on your Clark College or Clark Atlanta University. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I because I started and the school was Clark College, I chose Clark Atlanta. I chose Clark College for my diploma. Uh-huh. And uh, when I did go back to graduate school at Clark, okay, in ninety uh, three. And I finished in 95, and I, so I have a graduate degree um, with Clark Atlanta University on it. Okay. So I've got two of them. Okay. So I have a Clark College that matches my mom's, says uh-huh. Clark College, and then I have a Clark Atlanta University And it was degree. important for you to have the Clark College oh, to I, match your yes. mom. And, yeah. It was. It uh-huh. was. I, when they asked, there was no doubt that I wanted Clark College. I didn't uh-huh. even, and I was wondering, why are you asking me? I'm like, I came here when it was Clark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Don't ask me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Clark College. Clark College. Yes, yeah, CC. Uh-huh. Well, good. Well, I really appreciate you coming back here. And we're gonna, I'm gonna have you come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about. I have some other stories for next week. Okay. I have a lot of more stories. Well, thank you very much. You're quite welcome. I'm Lisa Haygood, and this is my HBCU journey. In our next episode, we meet with Spelmanite Imani Watts, and we chat with her about her entrepreneurial skills and how it's helped her shape her career. And to read more about HBCU graduates and to read our whole series, log on to MyAJC.com for a full array of stories, videos, charts, and photos about the history and fate of America's black colleges. I'm Nadja Parker. Catch you on the next episode. And thank you for listening to HBCU Journeys. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, 
you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on.